Hello and welcome back to I Will Save You From The Future, a podcast about the inevitable doom that we are all hurtling towards as a result of technology. My name is Christopher Bingham and I'm joined by my co-host. And I'm wearing a vest. <laughs> Who is wearing a vest? It's very hot in here, Chris. I closed all my windows to keep sirens out. I've turned the fan off to make sure there's no background noise. There will still be the screams of children and sirens. Ignore those. Those are unrelated. But it's nice to be back in this echoey hellhole. How are you, Chris? I'm very good. I am also very hot. We are recording this uh in a heat wave here in the uk um and because we have to record audio yeah we've closed all the windows and doors um so i'm gonna get we're gonna get progressively hotter and more thirsty and delirious exactly as the show Compare goes us on. to the end um and my and my computer's fan is already making a lot of noise um so it's that's only gonna get worse which is very exciting for everyone. I think it adds a, a level of jeopardy to the show, which w it was lacking before. I was going to say, I'm excited to see what kind of madness we descend into by the end. The sort of gibbering yeah. biblical figures who've got all these ideas, but they've gone nuts. That's going to be us. Yeah, I do. Uh, my laptop does have a motherboard fault. And so uh, if it does get very hot, it may break. Um, which is a serious concern. That is a concern, much like the concern yeah. of this podcast, Chris, which is making sure we get things future-proofed, which doesn't sound like you mm. did that with your laptop. What's going on? No, I didn't. Well, you know me. I've been living this uh, horrible nomadic limbo lifestyle. You have? How's um, that been going for you? Oh, there's an insect on me, too. This is great. I live a very glamorous life, you know? Yeah, surrounded in your um, own filth. Bugs. I'm in this hot room covered in bugs. It's great. It's exactly <laughs> uh, what you wanted out of I life. I don't have a home, but I will be moving into my new apartment at the end of the month. So this is hopefully the last UC that will sound like this. Uh, and then we can get back on track. Well, possibly on your end, I'm living in this very echoey room for the foreseeable future, so for, <laughs> I might sound a little bit echoey from now on, but I'll address some more soundproofing. Honestly, you've got more radio experience to me, so I I've always felt a little intimidated by that. If you sound worse, I'm going to feel good. Oh, well, there we go. Now the karmatic balance has been addressed somewhat. Yeah. Mm. So what have you been um, doing so, lately, yeah. Chris, by the way? I've been meaning to ask, because it's, it's been a while since we've actually done one of these podcasts. It's been a while, yeah. I actually, uh, just today, in fact, the day of recording, it'll be a few days ago when this goes live, I launched um, a new series on my channel, Bing Radio. It's called Vlog School. Um, it's, you know, in the last episode, we were talking about how we did a Kickstarter for BBFB, but that won't be starting up properly for at least a year. Uh, so in the off season, uh, I've decided to do a kind of behind the scenes show about how to make videos, what my process is, and uh, trying to you know give people really good tips on how to vlog if they want that. I think that's a really good bit of video stuff that needs to be done, to be honest. That was really, really mm. good words that I use there. The, the heat is already affecting my brain. However, I will say that yeah. there's a lot of really rubbish versions of these kind of tutorials on the internet towards there vlogging. Is so that's one of the first things I discovered was just how much bad advice there is out there. And that's what the first episode is all about. Absolutely. There's one point that I really hope you address. And maybe listeners of the podcast who haven't checked out this video just yet should go and watch that. And maybe we'll come back and listen to this next this next pearl of wisdom i have please 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 
address looking down the lens when you're vlogging. Oh. Nine out of ten vloggers are staring at themselves in their iPhone screen or viewfinder to see how they look or to talk to themselves doing a performance. And it's really frustrating, especially one considering it totally detaches you from speaking to your audience. How vain does it seem talking to yourself? Set up your shot, turn your viewfinder background, talk down the lens to the people who are watching your video, not to yourself, you vain, vain swines. Maybe put it a bit more eloquently than that. That's it. But bargain bucket 101, that's a vlog tip. You know, that's going to be one of the first videos in the series is just going to be introducing ideas like that, getting people to think about angles and eye lines and what your face is doing. Uh, because when you start out, you don't know what you look like. You know, that comes with experience, uh, which I have because I've been doing it too long. I'd also be interested to see how you manage to teach people to tell that narrative via vlogging, which actually people don't realise how difficult it is to make sure your vlog isn't just, hey, now we're doing this, and then cut to another yeah. clip of you going, and now we're doing this, and a little bit of B-roll. You've got to make that interesting. Speaking of someone who edits vloggers, it's very easy to film stuff and just do nothing with it. So I'm looking forward to seeing what kind of things you explore. I definitely recommend, as someone who's not Chris, recommending going and watch his, watching Chris's new series on this because it's genuinely very helpful. I already thought the first episode had some really good drops of wisdom in there that were already a nice whiff of what's to come. So definitely go check it out because it's it's the kind of thing we need. It's a genuine educational series from a man in higher education. So there we go. Mm. Yeah, I finally fused, I've finally done it and fused my lecturer life with my YouTube life. It's happened. I'm, they're just one person now. It seems like a natural progression, though. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, how did we do on Long Dog, the world's longest dog? Well, it depends what you mean by and how did we do, because it still well, haunts my dreams. How are the sales? Are we, are we, have we had any reports back from the guys in finance? We have, weirdly. Haven't had that many sales. The main complaint, not long enough. <laughs> okay, interesting. Yeah, weirdly, people wanted longer golden retrievers than what we gave See, them. See, I told you we should push it. I kept saying, I kept, you kept, you were such a naysayer. You're like, nah, you, they don't want you dogs are this right. Long. It was me who restricted the length of the retriever. And I, I kept pushing for it to be longer and you wouldn't let me. The sales speak for themselves, Chris. You're probably right. I maybe should have listened to you. But it is time for a new week, though. A new invention, a new non-dog related one, I hope, that's not going to yes. expand animals beyond their bounds. But do you have any ones that you want to start us off with? Possibly from one of our interns. Yeah, uh, well, we got a young upstart uh, interviewing with us today. Uh, his name is Mike from the Discord. He suggested YouTube, but for dreams. Ooh, that was a very mm. Pegasus from Yu-Gi-Oh! Ooh, that was there, a sorry. good sound. Uh, but I, I actually do. Oh. I do think that's a really good idea. How we get that to work, I don't know. We'll let the R and D guys deal with that. But will well, that also not be slightly haunting? Is this not like seeing its true form from the Stephen King novels, my, where it drives you mad? My rudimentary understanding, right? I mean, we don't have the technology yet to actually like incept people. We can't put fully formed things in people's minds as a dream, right? But my understanding... Can we take it out, though? Uh, my understanding of dreams is that they're like... They're like projections of stuff that, like, happened to you during the day, stuff that you thought about that maybe... Maybe you didn't, like, fully 
uh, follow through on. Process in a way, yeah. You know, you didn't fully process and then you process it at night, right? I read this thing once where they said, like, you'll dream about stuff that you didn't resolve. Yeah. In During the waking day. Unresolved tensions right? and anxieties that are plaguing your unconscious mind are probably the kind of thing yeah. that will manifest in dreams. You're absolutely right there. So what if you had an interface and it, like... You had a list of things like uh, scenarios and situations and events and stuff, and you select it, and it kind of just starts it, and then it stops. It cuts it off. What do you, What do you mean? You get like a little bit. You get like a little bit. Is you get like, and and now we're gonna we're gonna show you all of what it's like to fly, and then it like you get a second of it. I don't want a second of it, do I? I want a full feature-length music video style thing. Well, that's the thing. So you you watch that during the day. Mm, okay. You watch that during the day, and it's unresolved. Oh, because you didn't get is, to see all of is, it. Right, okay. Yeah, and then the rest of it's down to your imagination. That's clever. It's basically just a, uh, maybe a plug-in for YouTube that just cuts your videos off after a second. Well, that's interesting, because what you suggested there is sort of a way of convincing yourself to, like, lucid dream on a subject. Mm. But what Mike's suggesting is more being able to download your night. You know how there's those apps that track your movement as you sleep, and it tells you oh, how well I you were sleeping? Imagine that, but instead it shows you a sort of uh, Final Cut Pro or Premiere Pro timeline of the dream MP4 that you had. And then you go back and you watch it and you go, this is all gibberish. And you go, oh, I remember this bit, but I don't remember mm. this bit. I remember this bit joining to this bit. Because bear in mind, you don't remember all the dreams you're having. Actually, at the moment, I seldom remember the dreams I'm having. Only every now and again will I wake up going, oh, God, I, I had a really vivid dream about X and Y. But that seems to be quite rare for me these days. So you're thinking you're thinking it's more like a, a recorder for your dreams well, and then you can rewatch. Well, them. yeah, because then I think what Mike's suggesting is there's a way that we all have that, and then we upload that to a video sharing website. We'll call it DreamTube. Remember when we made uh, you what? snooze? There we go. What was it? Oh, you snooze is very good. Thank you, thank you. Oh, name doctor back in the fucking house. I don't mess around, Chris. What were you gonna say? Oh, you snooze. Remember when we made. Uh, what was it called? Omnivision? Omnivision. Omnivision, right? And you could just kind of tell it what to make and then it would make you a movie. Yes. Out of that, using machine learning. Yes, right? I remember Which this. Which is very accessible. Everybody's got the face app, right? That's AI. Yep. Everybody's getting old on the face app now. Everyone's getting all their information sold to Russians, yeah. We have this technology now, okay, that can take anything we want and just make it real. Right. So maybe in the interim, while we are looking into the the potential of, of just recording people's dreams outright, maybe the interim technological solution is that you immediately wake up, you describe as much as you can verbally from your dream into a little box and then it turns that into a movie that is one way of doing it part of me would like a direct sort of jack lead from my brain into my phone yeah see now we're getting like we'll get there <laughs> we will absolutely get there but i think in the interim it needs to be it needs to be driven by machine learning because i would just wake up in the morning i'd be like um uh, I was in, it was the school level from Tony Hawk's and <laughs> Shrek was there and I was, th I was doing, I was like giving a lecture, but then I realized all the students were leaving. 
uh, and it was because they were all on their way to the uh, sex. Uh, and then, like, I was invited, but I, I lost my way. I couldn't find them again, and I got separated from the stu sex students. I mean... But I did have Shrek still with me. Yeah, and, and that, was, that was the comfort you needed. And, and then it, it would just take that information and turn it into a... Turn it into a vaporwave nightmare that I could enjoy. Are these the kind of anxiety dreams you're having at the moment? Yeah, actually, more Tony Hawk and Shrek. Yeah, I mean, they all—they're all fundamentally ba they they are just reconstructions of the same theme. Are are they? <laughs> it's always about losing my way, being you know, being FOMO. Sure. You know, that's a very powerful theme in dreams. You know, like on your way to something, but you never get there invited to something but you're on the outside that kind of thing you know and shrek's there some of the time some of the time i find what's quite interesting about dreams you probably know this already some people listening may not but your brain is actually i don't know how much i believe this necessarily but your brain is incapable of building its own face i read this too somewhere you take faces or other features from other people's faces if you're making someone who you've never seen before in a dream it's usually an amalgamation of features that you have from other people yeah. so it'd be like most yeah. most of the face of your mum and some of the rest yeah. of the face of someone else you know or have seen in the street but sometimes if you see someone you don't recognize it's either one of those amalgamations or it's just someone you walk past in the street and you did clock them for long enough for your unconscious to digitize that face recognition in a way yeah i i remember reading that somewhere too i love i love that like the idea the idea of that i also wonder how the fuck anyone discovered that like what did that what test did they do what sleep study did they do where they like woke someone up and, and they were like describe the person who was it did you know them? <laughs> and they're like, uh, <laughs> that's no, a good I point. Think, How do you verify that? There's no variable that you can I don't measure. think I knew. I don't think I knew them. I think they were a stranger. Really? Really? Are you sure they didn't look kind of like your fifth grade teacher? <laughs> a little bit, but I, I can't be sure. Ah, proven science. Proven. You can't come up with faces. Dickhead. <laughs> I kind of do the same thing with old locations. So I've had loads of dreams that are at my old school, mm. but it's definitely not my old school. Like, it doesn't oh, look yeah. anything I, like I, it, but you know in your absolutely. dream that I'm at school. It's weird how that locations works. Locations are always... And that's honestly, that is why my first port of call was a Tony Hawk's level, because I have honestly dreamt... I have had dreams that take place in levels from video games. Haven't we all? That's that's just an indicator of how much yeah. we've been playing a and video like, game. And, like, also when you're, like, when I, I don't know about you, but when I'm reading books, uh, like, the locations are always, like, places I've been. Like, Hogwarts, in my mind, looks like the school I went to high school at. Can I de-intellectualize myself for you? I don't read books. Oh, no, well, no, I knew that. That's why we're working on bookless books. <laughs> well, exactly. I need, I need audio So that you books. can catch up. Well, yeah, exactly. That's what we need. I need it pumped straight into my brain or taken out of my brain and uploaded to YouTube just like Mike suggested. What I'll do is I'll read books into, into Omnivision and then you can watch the movie. Okay. I think that's a fair way of doing <laughs> it. Do you know what? I'll probably okay. actually work with this. Throw me another suggestion. On a similar level, 
Pineapple's suggestion was a radio that can tune into people's thoughts. So we've discussed mm. dreams, but what about a radio? Now, I like the idea of this operating as some kind of James Bond gadget in a car. So you can only listen to people surrounding your vehicle whilst you, you have to tune it to like 9.08 a.m. Or something. Yeah. And then everything goes... And you can suddenly... Whatever you're looking at, you can hear the thoughts of the car in it. And that would be great. I think, based on my understanding as a brain man, as the brain man in the company, you would have to install some kind of transmitter in the brain of the person you want to listen to, right? Because brain waves, they don't go very far. They're not, like, emanating out of us, like, like radiation. Well, that, okay, so here's what we do. I, is we, we speak to the muskinator. And we make sure that the way Teslas are built is as oh, a... Oh, you were talking about Elon. Well, I, I am now. But what I'm suggesting yeah. is we get Elon to make some kind of brainwave amplifier that is the car. Maybe that's what Tesla has always been, and this is the natural mm. progression. Maybe that's the next app. They've got little fart sounds you can make on those, but now it's reading the brains of people around you. Yeah, can we talk about the fart sounds, please? We have all of this technology, and that's what Why you've done. Why did they do that's that? we're doing with it i don't understand I, mm, I oh i love that it's like he was you know he's the people's billionaire he's just at home smoking his guns but they're not the people's his, cars are they watching his anime and he's like wouldn't it be funny if the cars made fart noises but and grimes <laughs> is there and she's like fuck yeah babe Who's, who's it, it for, though? Because it's like if it's for the children, I'm not sure how many young people are buying those cars, except for LA-based vloggers. Like most it's of for them, fans. most of them are old Japanese doctors and dentists. At least they are around my flat. That seems to be all I see. It's an unusual one. I don't think any any science fiction predicted that one. Well, the fart sound in the car. No, the flying cars. Car. I thought we'd maybe have by 2090. No. Not farting cars. Uh, no, I don't think it's good. You don't think that the radio that can tune into people's thoughts is a good idea? Oh, no, I think that's good. I just think um, someone's going to use it for farts. Would you use it for farts, Chris? Yeah. yeah. I don't even know how that would work, but I'll find a way. Here's a question. If it worked the other way around, so you could broadcast your voice into their head, you spoke of Hogwarts earlier. I'm talking a la Voldemort in the final book slash movie. I didn't actually watch the last one. Then this is a lost reference on you. But <laughs> as far as I, as far as I'm concerned, they're all still camping in the woods having an argument. Let's leave it there. Then that story. Then that's absolutely fine. Now ima <laughs> imagine that you can broadcast your brain to other people. How would you go about doing that in real life? Because the way I would do that, I'm a very grumpy man when it comes to impatience on transport. Mm. So when I'm on the tube and someone stops in front of me or is walking too slowly, I would like the chance to be able to like cover my mouth and speak and then it goes directly into their brain. I go, excuse me, the man behind you was too polite to ask you to move, but you're actually in his and everyone else's way. Could you kindly step aside? Oh, that would be very good. Well, it would be terrifying as well. Sorry, the sirens have come to arrest me because I've made a terrible, a terrible mistake speaking into the brains of old women on their commutes and now the police well, are coming to get you're not using me. the technology for farts so they're going to come and get you. Well, that's exactly what it's for. Elon's coming. 
But I'd like that idea. And also, I would definitely do that in cars. I would do that with people who were being stupid. But would you not do that mm. with someone who was being very religious and maybe bigoted? Is I'd speak into their brains and pretend they were having a moment from God and tell them something really ridiculous and make them do it. Do you know what? It would be really great if you took your pants off. Really, God? Yeah. Right here yeah. in London. All right, God. Drops trow. I think you'd startle a lot of people. And I think it would very quickly become illegal. Well, how would they know? They wouldn't know it's me. Well, yeah, eventually they also, would. Also, I could speak into the brain of the legislators and go, you don't want to do that. You don't want to make that illegal. That's a stupid idea. Ed, we need we run a for-profit business here. Okay. Okay, we need to make money from this. And if, we, if all you're going to use it for is embarrassing street preachers... What else? And people on the tube. What else would you suggest? Uh, what if I... Uh, what if my mind could, like, uh, be hooked into, like, a MIDI keyboard and make bleepy music? Instead of thoughts. annoying religious preachers and those on the tube? I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying, like, maybe we, uh, sell it to, well, we sell it to Grimes. Grimes? Yeah, we sell it, we go to Elon and Grimes, we go over to Elon's house, our friend Elon. Our friend Elon. And we're like, we're like, sup? We got this new thing. It turns, you think about, think, hey, stick this on your head and think about pasta. And then he does. What, and then it makes um, a movie about pasta? We're just giving him the Omnivision. And we know, we plug it into the, we plug it into the keyboard and it goes like, blip, 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 and Grimes is like, damn, that's my new EP. Sorry. Hang on. I think my brain was leading down a different part. You said something about food, I thought. Yeah, no, like that's the that's the song, that's the music, right? Right. That it generates. Okay. If you think about pasta. Then he sits down, he watches a episode of uh, fucking Dangan Romper or whatever. <laughs> that's a game. And, and he and like his brain makes another tune and that's another one. But what if he just wants hit, pasta, brain mate? Music. Brain music. No, brain food. What about brain food? Brain, well, we hook it up to a 3D print, the food 3D printer from the first episode. <laughs> 3D printer. Uh, Peach on the Discord suggests surgery to give me flesh pockets. Oh, what? Yeah, I think this is great. I think it's a winner. Flesh pockets? Yeah, imagine. That's right? disgusting. Imagine you reach down your naked body. No. And right there on the top of your legs there's just a, a, a pocket. No, no, no. That's that's <laughs> awful. But also, what if you caught that? Would it hurt? Would it be like catching a hangnail on something? Oh, absolutely. It would absolutely hurt. Are you kidding? Ah, no! I'm talking like a thick, like, there's a muscle layer there. No, this is, this is disgusting. What would you... Like how, a marsupial. But what... Like, Look, I don't need a real-life allegory for it to visualise it. I get it. What I'm asking for is, why? And what would you put in it that you wouldn't just put in trousers? Well, the, I think the instigating issue in this conversation was that a lot of women's clothes don't have pockets. Right, right? well, there's so the if, problem. What, what look, look, hang on. Pockets? Hang on. The solution there is not to suddenly surgically alter the human body to add pockets. It's to maybe okay, redress Ed, female Ed, fashion. Ed, Ed, how many how many pieces of lower women's clothes are already out there? Right? Right. Are you going to go through each and every one of them and add pockets? You, no, I don't think no, so. No, you're damn right one, or not. One piece of surgery compared to adding pockets to however many pieces of clothing? Millions, billions. 
Yeah. So maybe maybe just flesh pockets. I mean, when you put it that way, I can't argue with it. It's a great idea. We don't we don't need to overhaul the entire fashion industry. No, damn That's right. That's too much work. Yeah, you're right. Okay, flesh pockets. Yeah, I'm down with it. Flesh pockets. Flesh pockets. You've explained it to me. Now it makes sense. Now I'm on board. Okay, good. And we can charge a premium if we're the only people doing it. Is there a kind of deluxe flesh pocket? Oh, absolutely. The bargain one, the basic, basic package. Sorry, bargain flesh inside. pocket was your nickname at school, wasn't it? <laughs> the... The bargain, like, bronze-level <laughs> flesh pocket is gooey inside, exactly like a kangaroo's pouch. Right, okay. Right? Then the silver the silver package, it is flesh, like wall-to-wall flesh. Sorry, sorry, can like I just yet? rewind? Because I'm trying to process all this. Did you just say with the first one that it was, like, furry, like a marsupial? No, like gooey, you know, like inside oh, it's a kangaroo's got pouch. Mucus it's got in all it. that. Right, sorry. It's got all the mucus I thought you were it. being weird about it. Carry on. No, no, it's got the, the mucus, you know, because for the baby kangaroos, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. that's the basic option is the goo, gooey one. Why would you ever go- Okay. And maybe we do just, like, use DNA from a, a kangaroo. From a kangaroo. Okay. And then the, the silver package, it's like wall-to-wall human epidermis, right? So the inside feels exactly like the outside of your skin. Oh, okay. But it does get sweaty. Ah, oh, here's, here's, here's the thing. Can the, can the second one, instead of it being real flesh, like outside flesh, can it be that really soft, horrid flesh on the inside of your cheeks? Absolutely. There we go. Absolutely, because that's going to push people up to the deluxe package, the gold package, where they can choose from a range of linings, including red leather and uh, suede and um, uh, latex and uh, like waterproof, you know, tactical for hikers. Pineapple has a good suggestion here that I quite like, which is a whodunit book that adapts to the ending if it detects that you figured it out. I saw this one as well from our star intern, Pineapple. He's doing he's doing great work. We should maybe, uh, you know, like pay him a salary at some point. <laughs> no. No, we'll tether him a lot. We'll tease him along for as long as we can. Exactly. Uh, yeah, this is great. I really like this idea because I love, you know, love um, interactive storytelling games and things like that. I was actually going to bring up interactive storytelling games. Storytelling games? Well, that's what they're called now. So I was going to bring up Super Mario storytelling games in this discussion. Because have you played the game Heavy Rain? I can't stand Heavy Rain, but I really like Detroit Become Human, which is by the same guys. It it is by the same guys. I actually totally disliked Detroit Become Human, and I quite enjoyed Heavy Rain for what it was. Interesting. Now You really did like Pressing X then for Jason. Well, that's the thing. I really don't like the Press X to Jason. However, I am... The, well, the biggest thing I had the problem with, spoilers for Heavy Rain, by the way, if you haven't played it, just for the next few seconds. Mm, I think after I think it's been out for a hundred years. Some people didn't get a chance to play it because they didn't have PS3s. Well, that's their and problem. And that's their problem, I guess. But if you play the game through multiple times and you go, you follow different avenues or go with different people or follow different lines of questioning, the killer is always the same. Mm. Which I understand is the point of a mystery, is that there was a killer. But sometimes it's really obvious. So if you just let it 
change depending on who you pick that makes it more interesting yeah and then it it will actually line up with the decisions you've made now that's where i think things like this actually work this is pineapple suggested what heavy rain failed at basically which is making the ending change to fit how the twists and turns of what you're discovering actually work yeah there was this um did you ever play uh um, until dawn until dawn i did yeah, so there were those sections in Until Dawn every chapter or so. There was the psychiatrist yes. who asked you questions, yes. and that would affect like who the red herrings were and, and how different characters acted, right? It was very clever, yeah. Some cool mechanics in that storytelling. So, like that, but it's literally it's just like a guy sits down in the VR or whatever, or in the... Oh, it's a book, isn't it? It is. Well, let's make it a game. There's a guy, he comes and he just like, it just asks you, like, have you figured it out? Did you, I don't like the idea of this VR now because now I've, I'm imagining standing there playing VR and someone leans into my vision looking me in the eyes and goes, have you figured it out yet? And that oh, scares me a it. bit. I oh, that's it. It's a game within a It's a person who exists outside the game. It's a meta, a meta character, right? We're just, we're going completely off, off script. I like right? this though. But we're running with it. We're running with it, right? I've always wanted to make a game. TM, TM, patent pending. Fuck you if you steal my idea, anyone listening. I've always made wanted to make an, a game where part of the game is that there is a unseen character, um, like, lambasting you for playing badly. The, uh, okay, without wishing to piss in your cereal too much, that has been done. Has it been done? Ah. I can't remember which one it is. It's one of those games like the Talos Principle, where it's a it's a um, yeah something like that. It's a guide. Sure it's a game where the narrator like it, right? guides you through it and also insults you if you do badly. Portal, Glados will insult you if you do badly or if you fail or you take too long. Oh, but I'm taking. I'm saying take it to an extreme. Put him like pan him out to the side of the headphones, like he's watching it with you, like he's in the room. And then in VR, right, you can be playing the game, and then like some fucking figure in normal clothes just like pops in from the side and is like did you figure it out yet that would Who be quite scary is? though because that would make you feel like you're in some kind of comatose dream wouldn't it it'd be great and then you lose gri your grip on reality Ooh. Hmm. it's only a matter of time before anyone everyone can't tell the difference between vr and real life anyway so we might as well get ahead of the curve do you really think it's only a matter of time because i can tell you for one i was playing my htc vive last night and i can assure you mm. there is a huge gap between being in the game and being in the vr game man still. there won't be for long do you think Have you seen that face app shit everyone's old now yeah but that still takes a, you have to take a picture and it processes over seconds it's not like it does it in real time and hey how old are you ed 26 years old chris yeah okay so you're 26 right you got to remember that when you were born fax machines were still a thing you remember a time before all of this, right? We're talking kids now. Mm, that is true. I keep forgetting right? I'm of a I'm of a particularly weird generation who yeah. were born before the internet, were raised during its process and You now. can tell the difference because you've experienced life without VR, but people who have who've grown up in a world where VR exists and is very good. Mm, that is real life to them. They're gonna start losing seriously losing grip and we can be there to cash in on it. Mm. I actually do quite like the idea of that. Now, can we incorporate this into All Dogs Go to Heaven online? Absolutely. A it's VR, a who done it, who now? Done it? Season All Dogs two. Go to Heaven online. 
<laughs> All folks go to heaven online season two. It suddenly stops becoming an ambient walking simulator. And now it's a dogs. VR whodunit murder spray <laughs> like the curious incident. You log in one day and there's just a do- yeah, there's just a dog with a pitchfork through him in the middle of the map. Oh my and god! No one knows who did it. It breaks down like Doki Doki Literature <laughs> Club and becomes really meta and suddenly starts going. This isn't uh, the game I remember playing. And suddenly characters start disappearing. Yes. Oh my god! Wasn't there another dog who lived in this house? Hmm. Where's the pitchfork gone from this shed? Oh my god! Like that would be oh. the best series of events. Yeah, and like, we don't need to necessarily, if it's an MMO, right, we don't necessarily need to get right up, up close to the user and ask them who, how, who they think it is and, and what they think happened. We can just comb through the data because we're recording thousands, hundreds of thousands playing uh, of players using it, right? Right. We know where they're going and what clues they're chasing down. And we just, as we're going, we tweak the story of the game to to constantly be throwing them curveballs, which they catch because they're dogs. <laughs> Damn it, you beat me to that joke. <laughs> I I mean, I actually do quite like the sound of this. A Who Done It book. I really I really like or the Who Possibly in this sense game. Who Done It dog game. The adapting Who Done It. Who adapt it. That doesn't work. That sounds like an adoption agency or something or some kind of world wildlife mm. fun thing. Uh a new user, or at least a new uh, username that I don't recognize uh, on the Discord, uh, Samurai RJ. I almost said Samurai. Samurai is a cool uh, word. It's all lower caps. Samurai uh, suggests autonomous passengers for autonomous cars, like AI-powered backseat driving. <laughs> but but why? Or like a or like comedy relief, comic relief for a long journey. Oh, you, sort of a la that one in South Park that makes jokes. What was it called? I can't remember. I haven't but seen that. You you basically want a really annoying companion for long journeys that can sort of be simulated. Doesn't necessarily need to be annoying. It could be like maybe you fall in love, you know, like her, you know. Right. Joaquin Phoenix takes a long ride. He wants a companion in the backseat to fall in love with. I can't envision a world where you'd want this. <laughs> That's my I, problem. I can, and it's the world I live in right now. Man, if I could drive somewhere and I, like, if I press a little button, you know, get rid of the fart technology. Yeah. Right? Take the fart technology out of the Tesla, put a inflatable co-pilot in the Tesla. <laughs> like the one from Airplane. airplane. Only it also talks to you and has, like, you know, natural speech recognition algorithms. Okay. And it can hold a conversation with you. Okay. Right. Bam. No. I'm still not invested. I Why don't no? see the point in this. I don't understand. What? The only thing I could see okay. this being beneficial for is the carpool lane. Otherwise... Okay, there's carpool lane. Well, yeah, that's it. Like, I don't... <laughs> when I'm driving by there's, myself, hey, I'm quite there's... happy with the fact that I'm with myself. I don't need someone to go, oh, who's your friend? Like, I don't need okay, that to hey, make my journey better. A lot of a lot of people don't like driving alone, right? And think about the safety. A lot of people driving alone late at night, they get tired. That's true. Right? There's no one there to perk them up. But you know what normally happens when you're alone in a car, Chris, is you turn to some fellow friends who maybe sit and chat with each other about inventions that people have suggested, like, I don't know, a podcast, like, mm. I will save you from the future. Some people might want to do that and sit in silence listening to other people have a conversation rather than have a conversation with an inflatable sex toy. Why don't we bring the two worlds together? We feed the um, software every episode of UC, and then there's a little inflatable me and a little inflatable you, and we just chat 
every ride's a new conversation with Ed and Bing. <sighs> Is it vain that I like that idea? Let's license Seinfeld. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna star in my own episode of comedians and cars getting coffee with my inflatable Seinfeld. And I'll be driving, I'll pull around, and he'll be like, Let's get a coffee! Let's get a coffee! Oh, oh this will be great! The deal? I, sp oh. I spent a large amount of time in VR chat, uh, pretending to be both Courage the Cowardly Dog and Jerry Seinfeld, because they have dangerously close voices. <laughs> so part of me now likes the idea of this, is having an inflatable Courage the Cowardly See, Dog or this Seinfeld. this is the process. This is the process, right? We, we have an idea... We drill down to it. You don't like it. I convince you. Ooh, the things I do for Kramer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we can, we can, like any of these ideas, man. It's all about the, it's all about the celebrity endorsement. It's all about the DLC, right? The DLC. You get the yeah. infrastructure in the Tesla, right? That same, the same dinner party that we are going to with Elon and Grimes and they're all there and they're stoned <laughs> and like we've, we've watched the whole, whole new season of Sailor Moon and we get to talking about technology. Elon's like, I really don't know, man. I'm stumped. I came up with the fart thing, but now I'm stuck. And you go here, I've got a really and good then, idea. And then we're there. We're there. We're like, you ever seen Airplane? He's like, yeah. Yeah, but what if it talked? He's like, right, you've got me. Yeah. What if it sounded like us? Thank you very much. We co-sign it. It's a collaboration. Tesla X, you see. I mean, you have managed to make this sound like quite the hard sell. I'm a bit more convinced now. Although, I don't know. Is it This, is, this isn't our big discovery for this week, though, is it? The inflatable co-pilot? Airplane beat us to this, Chris. How about emoji plastic surgery? Tell me more. That's from Quicksilver or Quickxilver on the Discord. Uh, I believe they're a Patreon backer of mine. Thank you very much, Quickxilver. Um, so just suggests on its own emoji plastic surgery left open to interpretation. I like that. Wait, as in so? Wait, sorry. They've left the idea of emoji plastic surgery up to interpretation. Well, they've just dropped those three words. They've just dropped those three words, and it's up to us, the so-called hosts of this show, to to really like divine what that workshop means. those kind of things up interesting okay yeah. well to me i can't even begin to fathom that anything that isn't replacing your face with an emoji face or having someone reconstruct your face to the proportions mm. of a specific emoji emotion that you've chosen that is where my mind goes as well do you do you ever see that uh, article about the woman who got so much plastic surgery she looks like cartoon character i have not seen that no yeah it's very terrifying you should look it up uh, anime lady she basically made herself look exactly oh like, no wait like... sorry i did see her yes she is terrifying she looks like a real doll but she's a human being but not impossible to masturbate to um you could do that uh but with like emojis right you just like slowly get a series of surgeries to look like a big yellow circle I don't want my... No, that's that's getting near Slenderman level stuff. Imagine if you came home, it was dark, you flip on your lights, and you see yeah. what is ostensibly a mannequin with a big, blank, yellow, spherical face staring back <laughs> oh, yeah, at you. Yeah, but he's like... Oh, but he's like the cool shades emoji, and he's giving you the finger, th finger guns. Is he going, eh? Or can they not speak because he's an emoji? 
No, you can talk. You can talk, but maybe the mouth doesn't move that much. So it sounds like he's in distress the whole time. And he's yeah. pointing at you, yeah. looking a bit cool with a slight smug grin, but actually his eyes are distressed and he's going... Now, now okay. Creepy. Yeah. yeah. Like, we can all You're agree starting to creepy. see my point of view now. But does it... And I, I don't know the answer to this, okay? There's no wrong answers. I'm just throwing it out there. Go on. Does it make it better if the emojis are interchangeable? How would that work? <laughs> like you pop it out. Oh, what? You get the ba- <laughs> you get the base plate installed on the face, replacing your face. What, like clip-on like, Lego faces the- or something? Have you ever taken the um? Have you ever taken the like cleanable surface off a- out of a toast uh, out of a uh? Breville machine. I can't say I have, Chris. No, and it just exposes all of the, um, all of the, uh, you know, crumbs, filament underneath. Right. And there's some crumbs and stuff, and you have to dust it. Is that what we're doing to my right. face now? Is it? That's what you get. That installed, and then you have the you have the fascias, you have the face plates, the emoji um, add-ons. And you can you can swap them in. You can click them on and off. Is this the start of the giant sort of dilution and breakdown of what emotion is, where we suddenly can only express ourselves via emojis? Yeah. What are there like two thousand emojis? It would be a lot easier to understand what mood everyone's a in. A lot of them are flags, circles, and moons. In fairness. <laughs> yeah. What? Like, why exclude those people who want to who maybe want to emote the Turkish flag? Look, if I want the Armenian flag as my face, I'll have the Armenian flag is my face yeah. back off you know what today i'm feeling like a smiling poop i mean wouldn't everyone just walk around like that i wake up i woke up this morning feeling like smiley poop and uh, good news my smiley poop add-on just arrived in the in the mail click that's what i look like today the idea of emojis becoming the purest sense of how humans express emotion not just necessarily as an emoticon but as a physical representation of your outward emotion at that point. I actually find this really scary. Mm. The idea of this hideous dystopic future where everyone can only look like the grimacing face. Yeah. Or when you, you know that that face that's the colon and then a forward slash that's meant to signify like awkward. I hate that face Uneasy. and I hate ah, everyone who awkward. uses it. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. I you know what? Let me just reach into my backpack. I want to change over to cry laughing because that was funny. And I need to show you that it was funny. Can I show Can I show a bit of old man age here? Yeah. So that was made the best word in the world in like 2016 or 17 by the Oxford English Dictionary. What, cry laughing? The crying with laughter emoji. Now, oh, wait, I really, really hate the crying with laughter emoji because how rarely do you cry with laughter? Cry with laughter because you're pissing Almost yourself. never. That's the thing. Ed, we don't have to dream anymore with quick Hexilver's invention. We can just snap it on our face. We can be cry laughing anytime we want. You're right. And it, can, it doesn't have to be a once a month sort of thing. It can be whenever you want. And then when we go to bed, when we go to bed... Uh, we snap it off. We stick it in the disinfectant fluid next I to I don't our like bed the use of your bucket. word snap. I don't like the verb to snap <laughs> off my face. I don't want to do that. <laughs> we, we click it. We like 
you depress it in a bit and you click it around like the top of a, a pill bottle. <sighs> you take it off, you put it in the bucket. Oh, wait, so it's got child safety on it, has it? That's helpful. <laughs> and you go to bed looking like uh, one of those uh, neon lamps that doesn't have a case around it. Sweet Jesus, you've made this really visceral and scary. A nation of people who look like broken irons when they take their Oh my off. god, no, no, no. What hideous no? Doctor Who race have you created here? No. I mean, I want to, not to get too academic, but I think the realistic way to do it would just be with VR. Well, fine. And then we don't have to produce anything, we just sell the, we just sell the digital products. Well, I suppose that is one way of doing it. However, I have another suggestion from someone in the Discord, from Morrigan. Yeah. Morrigan has suggested a desktop app that makes a high-pitched shrieking sound every time that they draw on the wrong layer. I'm assuming Morrigan is an artist or animator. Peach, however, took this a little bit further and actually suggested why not make this app work with procrastinating work when you open up social media or YouTube instead of doing your dedicated task. Like Have an app that, between certain hours, goes... Until you stop, and then, you know, I wouldn't open YouTube if that was the case. Yeah, see, I suddenly, I I sometimes am guilty of ignoring the time limit on my phone. I have them set up. I have it set up, but sometimes, you know, while I'm chatting to someone on Instagram. <laughs> of course you are. You can't resist. I'm sliding in the DMs. I spend a little bit too much time on there. And um, it says, hey, you've reached a time limit. It's too easy to ignore. It's too easy to say, you know... Shut up, go away, leave me alone. Well, that's the thing, um, is you, it's a, you password lock those I things. I knew, if I knew that in about two minutes, my phone's going to start going, ah! <laughs> ah! <laughs> then, you know, maybe I'd think differently. It definitely adds a, another element of danger and shock and surprise to the whole thing. I like that a lot, and I think, I feel like, I'm saying it out loud, and I feel like it's already going to be a feature in the in the iPhone 11. Well, yeah, do you know what I think they really should implement? You know that, the quote-unquote very loud porn moan .mp3 that <laughs> yes. everyone's been fooled by at some point? If it was that, and it played on full volume out your speakers, I don't think anyone would go on their phone ever again. Because no one wants that. Imagine that in a library. How are you going to explain that one? Mm. I do need this, because I'm very bad at getting distracted during work, especially with porn. I worry, because you know me, I'm a pessimist, I, we do this stuff for a living, we see the future, and we, we're, you and I are burdened with knowing how the future is going to happen, right? Yes, yes. And I worry that we're all just going to become desensitized to it. You know, did you ever... I bit my nails when I was a kid. I put that stop and grow stuff on oh, it that right. tastes like grass. Yep. And eventually I just started liking the stop and grow. <laughs> okay, so you conditioned yourself into enjoying that. So right. I feel like maybe we just... What we really do if we put this out into the world is, is five years down the line, we've created a, a future where you go to any public space, toilet, library fucking war memorial and you just hear lots of little ah ah coming from people's pockets and phones that's all right just a sea of screams and orgasms everywhere you go on the bus on the train at school a sea of orgasms yeah i don't know if i'd like it being put that way but sure yeah that's one way of thinking about yeah. it it would definitely help like the a, world let's do it now let's do it now right we'll create this We'll create a soundscape. We'll do it one after the other, and then I'll edit it all together. Okay, like a like a a, a soundscape of of, it, of right? sex noises. 
Do some sex noises, do some screams, do some piss. Okay. You know? Just one at a time so I can cut them all up. And then uh, what the user will hear is, is the soundscape. Ah! Oh! Oh! Yes! 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 No! Yes! Oh! See now, answer us honestly <laughs> on social media. Could you live in a world that always sounded like that? I could. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I got one here. I got one here that was sadly overlooked a couple of episodes back um, from Shaw, friend of the show, Shaw. Um, he says, generate Bitcoin through competitive vaping. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that caught me completely off guard. <laughs> <laughs> it's easy, right? Technology's getting smaller every day. We put a little GPU in the little vape pen. Yeah. And it's just suddenly like, rip cotton, mine some coin. Oh, that that really tickled me. Chain them together. You get a line of people vaping in a row. That's a farm. That is a farm. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then GPUs That's stop being overly priced. Instead, it's vapes that become the new kind of valued currency. Yeah, man. You know how, like, in an automatic car and, like, a, uh, in the Tesla, you know, when you, like, you brake or you shift down gears, right? It's using that forward momentum to charge the battery, right? Right. We do that. We take that technology. Again, we do some espionage at the Musk household. We get that technology in the vape pen. We miniaturize it. So every time you're sucking cotton, you are fueling the GPU. You're, you're mining a bit more Bitcoin. One mouthful at a time. Vape mining. Vape mining. Vape that's it. Mining. We, vape coin. Vape coin. <laughs> oh yeah, God! I want of, vape coin. Is that a thing? Is that a bit currency? Bank of vape. The dank of vape. Um, Ministry of mi Ministry of Dank Affairs. <laughs> yeah. Special money flavored fluid for the real entrepreneur. We can get people. You can be mining Bitcoin anywhere you go. You take it on the road. I mean, sure. I think that's it, right? That's the fucking... That's the money plan here. That's it, right? Maybe uh, sometimes oldies are goodies. Well, then, look, it wasn't any of your guys' suggestions this week. Not that they weren't good, but this one we overlooked, the vape coin, might actually yeah, be I our new thing. Yeah, I think Shaw's got it. Yeah. I think Shaw's got it, and I think we're going to have to bring him into the fold. Vape mining. Give him at least, uh, give him at least like... Uh, you know, hollow title somewhere, put him in a storage cupboard somewhere and, and then take his idea. Uh, Vice President of Internal Affairs. Vice Vice President of uh, Quality... Assurance. Quality Assurance okay. of the West Wing. And the West Wing is just... Um, the TV show. The shed. Oh, right. <laughs> yes, it's, we, stick, we stick him in the back room <laughs> with the full box set of west wing I just say we just want to hear what we you think about it we tell him it's research we want to we want to write up we just want to know what we you want think a memo. if you think it's good if you think it's we bad we want a memo this is very important by the way can you sign here giving us um full exclusive license to your uh bitcoin generating vaping idea i think we've i think we've actually hit the money here that's it we got the we got the idea we got the i mean the infrastructure is already there right we get the we get jewel on board we get 
those guys that make the terrible f- different colored fluids and things and basically the flavored boys we do some market we share some market research with them to find out the f- most popular flavors we'd start our own competitive brand we drive them into the ground are we making vape niche is that what we're doing we're making we're making vape you can profit from we're we're the new it's the new generation of millennial investment okay nobody wants to work anymore right we know that already nobody even really wants to invest anymore yeah and get any of that passive income right because that's too hard that's too much work you got to do the research you got to buy the funds and the trackers you got to know what it all means oh who needs that right when you can just have a wallet and you can rip fat cotton every day until you until your lungs are blue <laughs> from the blueberry flavor until they're as popped as the most corn kerneled in the Odeon yeah. cinema you're addicted to nicotine you're feeling good you're also mining uh, 0.0000013 of a bitcoin every puff you take would that not just give so many people lung disorders from trying to over vape to maximize their profits hey Hey, it's regulated, man. We've we paid our dues to the lobbyists, okay? That shit's safe. We have paid our dues, and now we're getting it back. Just because we've done what the fat cats can't <laughs> and made it a, a moneymaker, returning your investment, they can't shut us down just for that. That'd be discrimination. Well, how do we go about marketing this to people without also plummeting the the currency into the ground with its value i feel like maybe we get uh snoop dog i mean it markets it's yes snoop dog that's all i needed to say there he's already got his line of vape pens does he we can do a signature yeah man but they're terrible oh that sucks so we get him on board we get a signature snoop dog one maybe we partner up with libra you know, yeah. Zuck's got that new system going. Maybe you can mine Libra as well, even though it's not a crypto. We won't get into that. Sorry, I thought you were implying that Zuckerberg's been making a new line of vapes, and I was thinking that's well, interesting. Well, you know that. what? At this now you can really get addicted to social media. At this point, it wouldn't surprise me if Zuck got into vapes, but we're gonna beat him to it. The little reptile bastard. <laughs> Uh, oh, well, I'm quite glad what we've managed to come up with here, even if it wasn't us. I mean, technically it was us. We steal your ideas and last we profit off them. Last fucking last innings. Last innings. The longest yard. The final stretch. Home base. Home base. We got it in there. Under the, under the door like Indy's hat. We found it. And I think it's going to change the world. It takes All it takes is an hour of planning. <laughs> well, you know, nothing is wasted in this process, right? The brainstorming process is very delicate and very important. We got to get that juice flowing. We got to get that creative juice flowing because if we hadn't done the 50 minutes of preamble with those shit ideas, <laughs> then when we got to this one, we would have read Generate Bitcoin with competitive vaping and it just wouldn't have hit us. It just wouldn't have landed. You're right. Whereas now, what it's done is it's changed the landscape it. of vaping currency and also Bitcoin as a whole. Yes. I don't think you can argue with yeah. that being a success, Chris. No, this is this is going to change everything. Um, and simultaneously nothing. Yeah, I think that maybe that's the saddest part. <laughs> it's realistically nothing <laughs> happened. It changes nothing. 
<laughs> get addicted to nicotine and produce worthless money. Ah, <laughs> oh, at the very least, we'll create a run on cryptos, and then you and I can sell all of our crypto and get out while we while the going. Yeah, good. for less than we put in initially, so that'll be worth it. Yeah. Well, this has been I Will Save You From The Future. My name's Christopher Bingham. And I've been very hot and very sweaty. You actually haven't said your name this whole episode. You didn't say it. <laughs> I prefer to be mysterious and enigmatic, Chris. Okay, well, th- my enigmatic partner and I uh, are signing off. I just want to remind everyone that we have a Patreon. You can go to patreon.com forward slash IWSY forward slash UC. That's patreon.com forward slash UC. Um, if you want to support the show, if you want to tweet an idea that we might use uh, in an upcoming episode, you can use the hashtag UCCast. That's I-W-S-Y-Cast. Um, and uh, what's your Twitter? You can reach me at my... have your name in it. My at Gamehog Games or mm. at Ed Templar. Ed Templar is also my Instagram and things as well if you want to check me out over there. Uh, my Twitter is uh, Bing. Um, or you can go to YouTube, you can search my name, Christopher Bingham, or go straight to uh, youtube.com forward slash Bing Radio and check out that new series I started. Highly yeah. recommended from both the creator and the guy who he paid to say it was great. Anyway, yep. thanks very much for listening to this week, guys. We'll see all of you in the next one. Be sure to give us all of your great ideas on the socials, in Discord, and through whatever kind of mediums you have. Pigeon, email, um, letter, we take all forms. Until next time, uh, stay vaping. Oh, that didn't go well. Keep, keep vaping. Keep vaping. All aboard the vape Vape. nation. Vape to fuck. What? (laughs) Leave it there.